This is the Legal Lounge from Lanyon Bowdler Solicitors, where you'll hear about many aspects of law in England and Wales with special guests, industry experts, and local charities. Here's your host, Amanda Jones. Hello, and welcome to the Legal Lounge, where we now release new episodes every Monday. If you haven't heard previous shows, there's plenty of content for you. If you're going through a divorce, want to know more about claiming for injuries, or you're training to be a lawyer, you can listen to these shows on your favourite podcast app and get more information by visiting lblaw.co.uk forward slash podcast. In this podcast, family lawyers John Moriarty and Caroline York discuss the Pathfinders pilot scheme, comparing it with the standard process, explaining the new approach and how it is designed to boost the voice of the children. I'm John Moriarty and I'm with Caroline York. We're both family lawyers in Lanyon Bowdler and today we took the view that it would be helpful to perhaps discuss the new pilot scheme for applications in relation to arrangements concerning children and how they operate in England and North Wales and particularly our local courts, Carnarvon, Mould, Wrexham, Prestatyn. Uh, This uh, new scheme is being brought in. It is called the Pathfinder Scheme. It's currently operating until February next year. So Caroline, tell me a a little bit about your experience so far of the current scheme in place for applications concerning the arrangements for children. Yeah, I primarily um, practice in our Oswestry office, um, but have uh, worked in Conway on a number of occasions and have picked up work in Conway. I carried out my training on the new Pathfinder scheme and was really excited to get moving with it. Um, But because it only covers certain types of work, the work that then has come through to me relating to children in North Wales hasn't come under the scheme. So I'm just really frustrated and really want to know more about it. Currently, uh, in the majority of children work I do in the Oswestry, office is under um, the older scheme, the more common one across the country. And I think it's important to emphasise that the two schemes don't change the law as it relates to children. So the courts in both North Wales and everywhere else will still be primarily focused upon what ultimately is in the best interests of the child according to their welfare. Um, It's just that there are two different routes for arriving at that conclusion. Currently, if I make an application for a child arrangements order, for example, to regulate how much time a child spends with each parent, where they should live and um, how their living arrangements are divided up, in most non-urgent situations, I would make an application to court um, seeking an order for living with or spending time with. The court would then set it down for CAFCA who were essentially the voice of the child, Uh, they used to be known as court welfare officers, to do an initial investigation with the family, um, having a brief telephone conversation with each parent, and also carrying out checks with social services and the police to ensure there are no immediate safeguarding issues. They would then be asked by the court to prepare a safeguarding letter, which would be shared with everybody. And after that safeguarding letter is to hand, there would be a brief hearing Uh, called a FEDRA, F-H-D-R-A, where the court would, using the safeguarding letter as a springboard, um, decide what further information they need. Do they need to engage CAFCAS or the local authority to do a more in-depth report, such as a Section 7 report, about the 
the, the full range of the, the, of the child's welfare? Do they need to involve other experts such as psychologists? Do they, is there a need for drug and alcohol testing, for example? That process can take quite a number of weeks rolling into months. And you quite often find that when you get to the FEDRA hearing, the safeguarding letter has really only had an opportunity to touch upon issues. It's not been able to explore them. And then at the FEDRA hearing, the case grows its legs and takes off in whatever direction it needs to take off in. And the impression I got when I dealt, did my training on the North Wales Pathfinder scheme is that they are trying to avoid that delay and to front load the information. So um, that's that's my experience. And as I say, I've been really keen to try a case in North Wales and just haven't had the opportunity. So I'm handing over to you to find out what difference in your experience it's made. As the title of this podcast uh, states, this is the Pathfinder scheme. And I, I do want to make it clear, it's been piloted uh, both in North Wales, but also in Dorset uh, as well. And as Caroline touched upon, the whole ethos behind the scheme is the front-loaded engagement with the parties at a far earlier stage where cases will be triaged by a a judge or legal advisor at at very early stages once an application is received. It is a far more holistic approach whereby multi-agencies will be involved in trying to get information. So the pilot works by allowing judges to review the information gathered and request more documentation or evidence before the case even gets to court before that first hearing. It encourages the proceedings to be less adversarial, more an emphasis on investigating and addressing allegations of domestic abuse or other harmful behaviours. And I think this is where the sea change is coming. It's designed to boost the voice of the children at every stage and ensuring their views are taken into account. So what happens is that once an application for a, a, a child arrangements order is made, CAFCAS or CAFCAS Cymru in Wales, all children's services have already involved with the family undertake what's known as a child impact assessment. And it's a much more in-depth information gathering exercise whereby CAFCAS will engage with the parties and other agencies such as police, local authority or uh, domestic abuse uh, agencies. As stated, there there is a presumption that children will have an opportunity to be seen and be heard. What is really important is that one of the issues which uh, CAFCAS will address is whether or not the children wish to um, participate in the proceedings, meet with the judge or how they want to uh, express their views, or if they want to express their views in a specific uh, way. If domestic abuse, for example, is identified, an assessment will be carried out, and the parties referred to specialist domestic abuse agencies, and there will be ongoing support if the parties want to take that uh, up. The type of court hearing can be different depending upon the needs identified at the child impact report stage and if the report identifies further information is still needed that can be ordered without the parties having to come to court so when the matter does finally come uh, to court usually for a decision hearing as it's now termed then the court will have a far greater amount of information available to them in order to make decisions 
hopefully, um, which will provide the best outcome for the uh, children. Anecdotally, from experience and speaking to colleagues in uh, the North Wales uh, area, what we are finding is that um, many cases are being resolved more quickly. So far as clients are concerned, that means more cheaply because we're not having to come to court to request further evidence be obtained. Certainly there are uh, fewer fact-finding hearings taking place. Fact findings are typically held where one party makes a uh, domestic abuse allegation that the other denies and the judge needs to work out what is true. And so there will be a specific uh, hearing uh, to determine those allegations. Certainly, there does seem to be very much a, a sea change in approach from the local judiciary that there's been a huge amount of training put in. So far, the indications are positive. Perhaps what is important under this new pilot scheme is that between three months and a year after the making of a, a final order, there will be a review to see how the order is working out, whether or not the order is being followed, or whether or not further support needs to be put in place. And so it is very early days, but certainly from my experience, the initial indications are that it is a positive change which has been brought about by the new pilot scheme. The expectation is, following the review at the end of the pilot scheme uh, in February 2024, is that it is more likely than not that this type of scheme in some form or a very similar form will be rolled out nationally across the country. Certainly for those of us who are perhaps a little longer in the tooth and who have been undertaking this type of work for many years, it is a very different process in terms of how the court is approaching uh, matters and it's one to be uh, welcomed whereby hopefully the best outcomes can be ensured but importantly the children are being given an opportunity to be heard and to engage so that they can have some influence as to the overall outcome. That's really inspiring, especially the idea of the child being focused upon much earlier than perhaps the current scheme is enabling. And I think the two other things that immediately I've pulled out of what you said have been, first of all, trying to remove the emphasis on disputes between the parties and instead trying to identify what can be agreed between them and seeing whether it, it, whether that shifts the balance. If more can be agreed than disagreed, that may actually change the direction of the case. And I think in particular, the other thing that you emphasised is the early involvement of third-party experts. Because so often I find that it's only at the conclusion of a case that you identify what assistance and support each parent needs to resolve perhaps the difficulties that they've experienced. And then the waiting lists are so colossal, people just lose the impetus. Whereas I think if you're known to these services as part of the actual proceedings, you can either gain the assistance that you need from them within the proceedings or continue afterwards and you're known to those services. You've started the process and it's so much more joined up and holistic. So I think that's really promising and and hopefully it will be rolled out in a very similar form across the country and the benefits will be seen. 
Thanks to Caroline and John for lending their expertise. More proof that lawyers don't bite. If you have a legal issue you'd like me to put to our team to cover in an upcoming episode, please let me know by visiting lblaw.co.uk forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening. If you found the conversation useful, please remember to follow or subscribe on your app so you're notified of new releases when they come out every Monday. Speak to you next week. That was The Legal Lounge from Lanyon Bowdler Solicitors. Visit lblaw.co.uk slash podcast for helpful resources. And please do follow or subscribe on your podcast app so you never miss an episode.